0: This is uh, not where I wanted to be, RJ. After last we, after last
1: game. I know, man. I, I know. Uh, welcome to-, to ECH post game live, everyone. Presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. I- I'll I'll take over on it for this one because, <laughs> okay. um, because we're-, we're in like you know opposite land, and the Kraken yeah. really should have won this game, but they didn't
0: yeah uh you know the the Kraken did everything that they could to to kind of win it they got a good performance from Grubauer uh the team was on it you you know you won the 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 shot battle you lost the face off battle like everything lined up for the Kraken it was just again power play <laughs> stop yeah. me if you've heard this before everybody the power play like it it's 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 unbelievably bad RJ to the point where you have a five on three you get a couple decent looks, you take a timeout so you could draw something up and then come back out with like another minute left of five on three and proceed to do nothing. How is that even possible? (laughs) I know
1: they had, they had one good look on that five on three, you know, post timeout. And uh, the frustrating part about it is that Jordan Eberle was talking at intermission about what they needed to do better to beat Blackwood. And, the answer was just shoot quicker. And, and, and cause he had had that chance in front of the net where he had the opportunity to kind of take a one timer. Yep. He waited a little bit, lost his angle. And so I think he recognized that Matty, even hits him with a great pass in the slot. He mm-hmm. could one time that puck. And that's the best chance of the power play. Instead, he holds off on it, throws it to Jared McCann along the side, but it gives Blackwell more time. I mean, Blackwood, sorry, I'm I'm making this mistake. More time to recover. Um, Yeah, I I just don't know what they really drew up there if it wasn't that Eberly play. And then if not, why don't you pull the trigger there? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, has Everly been cold lately? Like, yeah, from a goal st- scoring standpoint, he has been. And I wonder if that's kind of gotten in his head a little bit. The fact that he, you know, 50 games in only 10 goals coming into this one. Like I, it, that's what it looked like. Cause he had a couple chances tonight where he kind of hesitated and gave Blackwood the opportunity to come over and, and make saves or get into position and take away his good scoring looks. And it, it just, t- that to me is the sign of a player who's, maybe in their own head a little bit and no goals in his last 11 games. So, you know, that'll probably contribute. That's, that's very much what it feels like. Uh, had, had a feeling might be hearing from devil's joint a little bit in chat tonight. (laughs) Uh, we were ready for it (laughs) we were ready Uh, unfortunately the Kraken didn't hold up to their their parts so we'll start off with this first one here from Devil's Joint Dougie the Hammer Hamilton standing ovation it was a heck of a game from Dougie Hamilton I will give Dougie Hamilton that Uh, two goals I mean it was it was a strong performance from him Uh, just the Kraken I mean struggling with the activated defense from from the Devils tonight totally because he also got John Moreno with a goal
1: yeah. And, and, um, I mean, well, yeah, the, the Moreno goals, but, right <laughs> but the Hamilton, the two goals on the power play, I mm-hmm. think this is the weakness of the new kind of more conservative, you know, going with that box instead of the wedge plus one on the PK, you're going to give up more room at the point. And normally that's okay. There are very few guys who play the point, you know, on a power play that can beat you from that spot. Like Dougie Hamilton did twice. But Hamilton is one of those rare breed where he's got that shot uh, that that just is so powerful, so accurate uh, that he can beat you twice in a game. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I was I remember watching that uh, that great Devils Golden Knights game earlier this season that went into overtime. And, you know, we're watching it, of course, you know, rooting for the Devils there. um, And he just had this laser in overtime. And and Logan Thompson, I think it was, you know, or, you know, had gotten across. He was square to it. There's nothing more he could do. But that Dougie Hamilton just has a heck of a shot.
0: Yeah, I've always been a fan of Dougie wherever he's been, whether it's been Boston, Calgary, Carolina, now New Jersey. Like uh, he's just a fantastic player. I've always felt he's kind of been underrated offensively, uh, and we we saw it tonight. Unfortunately for the Kraken, James, no Maddie point, no Kraken win. Maddie has been has gone cold lately. As have all the Kraken's top lines. Need more. Thousand percent agree. I mean, this is this has been kind of the story of the last month and a half is like, OK, the Crackers are getting wins, but like they're relying on depth. No, no one person is kind of shouldering that load. And while it sounds counterintuitive, that tends to be how teams find consistency is by having a cup one or two of their top guys being ultra consistent. That's kind of how the NHL works uh, over long stretches of time. And right now for the Kraken, I mean, yeah, Maddie's looked good. He looked better today than he did last game. Like Maddie has come back looking strong. But yeah, just nobody seems to have a nose for the net right now. Yeah, exactly.
1: And yeah, top six scoring. It it is missing. I'm kind of looking back here in the Kraken, you know, back yeah. you know, back to late January. They've got, you know, I'm I'm looking back to like the Vancouver game, even, you know, talking three weeks ago. They've got two top six you know forward goals in that time and it's you know Wenberg with, with with one of them and uh you know McCann with the other like you, you just you do need more from your top six especially one goal total in these last two games just
0: gonna cut it no it's it's definitely not uh Adam Larson though proven why he should be on the power play just saying <laughs> but with that goal it was a sweet shot um All right. Sorry you guys didn't get to watch the Magical Jack Hughes from Devil's Joint. Yes, I talked about him disappearing. This is not what I meant when I said he disappears (laughs) whenever we play is that he wasn't going to play at all. Uh, That's not what I meant, I promise. Uh, And then also Blackwood robbed Maddie multiple times point blank. He was a wall. This is something because there's there's tons and tons of comments in here about uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. So let's just address him right now kind of for all of those comments, RJ, because lots of people talking about how he hasn't been that good this year. However... When we played the Devils not that long ago, he was a wall, and he was a difference in that game, and was the reason why that game went to overtime. Uh, And again tonight, he was a wall, and was the difference in the game, at least early on, uh, kind of keeping the Kraken. When the Kraken Kraken were really in control of the game, he, he was the thing that was keeping the Devils in it
1: absolutely and it started with that amazing side-to-side save on the Kraken's first big chance of the game on that that two-on-one uh Donato to Jaden Schwartz Jaden Schwartz yeah who I mean should have had a tap in but he somehow got the leg on it and that really set the tone for the whole night and we saw this yeah when when Blackwood came to Seattle uh and played in that game earlier this season Uh, he made 36 saves had a heck of a game you know got that one to overtime for the Devils Uh, some goalies just match up better against certain teams uh and when they get that confidence going you know they could be hard to beat
0: yeah and we we heard edzo if you're listening to the root sports broadcast just all night long shoot up high like get elevate the puck. gotta get up high like what are you doing get, just keep shooting at his pads he's gonna stop those like every single time um it's it's interesting because it's 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 kind of like the Jack Hughes situation that I was talking about last time where it's like the couple times the Kraken have played and Jack Hughes has been in for the Devils. Jack Hughes hasn't looked very good. So like you have then this skewed perception of him. It's the exact opposite with Blackwood. (laughs) <laughs> it's like if, just bas- if like if you're just a Kraken fan and you only watch Kraken games, you think Mackenzie Blackwood's like the best goaltender out there. You know what I mean? Because he's just looked dynamite these two games. Meanwhile, everybody in chat is like, you know, he's been terrible the rest of the year or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you know what? He can put up a 9-7-1 against the Kraken and he makes it look easy. It's, uh, it is interesting how when you're playing particularly these out-of-conference games, how you can have those skewed perceptions of players just because of the small sample size. <laughs> For sure. And that's that's how goaltending
1: works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Uh Kraken Hawk. Okay, guys, break is over. We can start winning again. Otherwise, we're going to really fall behind in the standings. Yes, I I hate to be the bear of bad news, but you know, Vegas is winning five-one right now. Um, Edmonton just lost, but it wasn't a shootout, so they still pick up a point. Like we talk about the Kraken having games in hand. This is where they're making up those games in hand not getting points in them is, is not good. It's, it's certainly not ideal.
1: Yeah, definitely. And even in a game like this, that was really close. It was a goalie battle that kind of obscured, you know, the the chance imbalance and all of that, you know, you got to find a way to pick up a point in this one. You can, you can accept an overtime loss and just kind of, a, you know, what was, what was kind of a weird game and a goalie battle. Mm-hmm. You got to get there though. You got to get to overtime. And, and really, I mean, we'll talk about this, you know, later or you know, whatever, but the difference was a dumb penalty.
0: Yes, it was, it was the dumb penalty. I, it just, oh, I mean, we could talk about it right now. Hunter special teams single-handedly lost us this game. I agree with it. And, and unfortunately for far too many Kraken regular regulation losses this season, it has been because of special teams. Like that is the thing we come back to. If it wasn't the PK earlier this season, it's the power of play. Now just keeping goals off the board. Like these are opportunities we've talked about come playoff time those opportunities are that much more valuable you have to be able to convert and the Kraken just look incapable of it right now
1: yeah completely they had their chance to kind of, you know to to create that gap to put things away um and it you like you said in the playoffs it's those little things mm-hmm. you know that that make all the difference in a close game and this is what this is practice for that you know you've got yep. to get ready you've got to learn your lesson from it
0: Yep. Uh, Ben, definitely not the reason we lost, but I get nervous pulling the goalie when we're not scoring on the power play. It is, it does look a little like, uh, you know, oh, is this actually helping us in this scenario? Uh, Given the other times, especially in the game like this, where you've had, you had so much time five on three and you weren't able to make anything happen. Um, For me, that whole thing is just because look, Matty Beniers, love him. He's a fantastic player dude is just not anywhere close to being ready to take those kinds of face offs right now. He's just not. you gotta have a better option to take that draw. Absolutely. And I felt that way before it even happened. I was just like, Oh, there's just no, like you just have this feeling like he's not going to win it. Cause the bottom line is this is lately for him. These last couple of weeks, 33% tonight on the face off dot. That's actually good for him. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be good for anybody. But, you know, there were so many games in the 20s, and it's just like the Kraken need to find somebody who can handle faceoffs. And you look on a night like tonight, Wenberg at 50% was your best guy on the draw. And nobody yeah, over at, at 50%, 50% again. Ugh. Yeah. And, and you look at it, Wenberg wins a
1: clutch draw to set up the, the Kraken's goal that they did score. Yep. Um, and, you yep. know, and that makes a big difference in the game. This one over on the right side, I mean, you'd like a right hander too, but all you've got is Morgan Geeky there and, and, I mean, look, he might be able to win you the draw, but he's probably not going to help you score once he does.
0: Um, yeah. So it, it's just tough. You, you can't have your 4C out there. Absolutely. Uh, no worries, Devils. Devils joint. We we know what you got to do tonight on, on a game like tonight. We, we get it. Um, Kraken Hawk, how concerned are we with Berkey missing time? Uh, well, we talked about the the needing kind of the consistency up top, needing your your kind of your better players to play like your better players and stuff. And obviously having Andre Burakovsky out means that he can't contribute in that way. Uh, that being said, as far as like actually being concerned with like what the injury is and everything, we still don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's something that's going to be a little while. It's going to be week to week. Um, And, you know, putting him on IR, you know, communicates that right away. Um, As far as the effects of him being out, I, Look, we talked about it. The Kraken just need to get some scoring going from their top yep. six, and that's one fewer option that's available to help them do that. He wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire as, yeah. <laughs> as he was heading out, but you never know when he was just going to turn it on again because, look, that's the book on Burakovsky. He's mm-hmm. hot and he's cold, and you know maybe in a world where he didn't get hurt there, you have an oncoming hot streak, and that helps right the ship, um, but that's just not going to be an option.
0: I was going to say, I have to think you missed him on that five-on-three. Having mm-hmm. his having his shot, uh, you know, not having to then rely on a one timer like they kind of were trying to do, but the fact that he can just kind of pull it up, pull up and shoot, step up and shoot or get. He's, I mean, he's so good at doing those cross zone tape to tape passes. When you give him an opportunity like a five on three where he's got the ice and the time and space to set one of those up, then maybe you can get the one timer to work just because he can get so much zip on those passes. So as far as feeling the effects of him not being in the lineup, I felt like the five on threes might be where uh, we feel that the most. Tammy, I was surprised we put Maddie out for that faceoff. I get that we want him out there, but we need to win that one. So, echoing what we were just talking about there,
1: um, yeah. And on, on the faceoff stuff too, getting some more, some more, uh, you know, mm-hmm. recent comments. Rebecca, he's not going to win it. The Kraken faceoff experience, and yep. uh, and Wheeler House squad. I've seen enough. Give me Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, you know, the Devils join agreeing that they, you know, can should trade for a center just to, that can win faceoffs and head, head to the bench.
0: Yeah, that's been the talk around whether it was Bo Horvat pre his trade to the Islanders, whether it's Ryan O'Reilly now, whether it's the people who've brought up Jonathan Taves. Like the the whole basis around all of those is not that oh you need a center. It's it's just no, you just need someone who can win faceoffs. That's literally it. Like like you're just out there trying to find whoever can win you faceoffs. Um, and it is it's it's something that is starting to become really really worrying for me. It was one thing. It, why it's becoming so much more worrying for me is because we're seeing nights like tonight where there's it's a 20% gap in faceoff win percentage where it's 60-40 and that's starting to become more common back when I was like making fun of the whole like oh they're, they're winning the games when they're losing the faceoff battle the Kraken were still winning like 48% of the time like it was it was small margins that they were losing on those games that they were winning it's hard to lose the face-off battles, you know, with 40%, or in some cases, even less than 40% we've seen from them lately. It is so hard to win games if you're doing that consistently. Like, it's just not going to happen. So whether it's bringing in a a Ryan O'Reilly or a bigger piece like that, or even just, hey, let's pull up the analytics board. Who's really solid in these clutch you know, face-off positions, who can we maybe find at a discount and add in that's not going to rock the boat as much. Uh, the Kraken do need to, to consider doing something at the trade deadline here for this. Yeah. Uh, JMG with the super chat offense, really struggling one goal in two games. Isn't going to win you many games. Uh, yeah, no, it's not going to win you many games. It's not going to It <laughs> arguably it won't win you any games. Uh, realistically. Yeah. It's, it's a tough, tough uh, situation that they find themselves in they need to get more goals rj whether it's on the power play or five on five like it used to be that they could score enough five on five to offset for the power play we're seeing now that if you if you come back down to earth five on five and you don't have that power play to help supplement it's brutal yeah it really is i mean i i
1: You've seen power play struggles for for teams in the past when you get on a on a cold street like streak like that. You have to play even better because, look, the Kraken didn't allow a five on five goal all game. Yeah, they they won the five on five battle one to nothing tonight. Yeah, but you sometimes that's not enough. You you need to get more contributions uh, and that comes from your best players.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they had chances. You just got to find a way to convert those. You can't let uh, Mackenzie Blackwood get the better of you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Absurdly <laughs> saying, I'm not worried. There was a huge improvement from the other night, just shaking off some rust. I do agree with that. The energy level was better tonight from the Kraken. They were generating more chances. They were up and down the ice. Defense much improved. Those D pairs way better. It was nice to see Justin Schultz come back in, and he looked pretty good. And in, in, it didn't seem like he played a ton. 17 minutes but he, he looked good he was moving around yeah. well
1: and they were trying to ease him back into things i'm sure uh you yeah. know coming off of that injury being week to week um but yeah the, the D pairs looked better for sure um i mean alexiak borgen looked a lot better we they Definitely. had a very rough game against the islanders uh but they had about 67 percent of expected goals here via money puck uh that's a big improvement and and it was clear that they were trustworthy
0: Definitely. Coop, gosh darn it. that was frustrating. It was losing when you only give up power play goals sucks. definitely, uh, as we were just talking about tie goalied on this one failed to convert the three on five and missing open nets on a couple opportunities much better effort overall but bad penalties and pk does us in new jersey is good too lol yeah i mean there we do have to remember new jersey has been a pretty good team this year too so this, you know it's not the worst thing in the world to to kind of get goalied and, and lose on special teams against a team a, a team like that but uh, it's still it's just rough after that last game too i was hoping for a little more of a bounce back hunter i don't know what's worse the power play or the penalty kill i think it's but the power play after this one yeah
1: i gotta go power play even though the pk was in this game probably worse Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of that is just how they match up against the devil's power play dougie hamilton's a unique player and it just happened to match up poorly against the kraken's new system
0: Yep. Basics. As far as losses go, that was an excellent game. Gru was outstanding. Just a couple bad penalties was the difference against a top tier opponent. So, yeah, everybody kind of coming to this consensus. I think that's where we're all at. Uh, Grew was outstanding. Like, yep. again, we'll see what Martin Jones does tomorrow. But if Martin Jones kind of has a similar game maybe to that Islanders game, I, I think that's where we can start looking at. Guru should be getting more starts. I know I keep saying this, but he's he's mm-hmm. playing good. And given how much flack he was kind of catching earlier in the season, I just, I feel like I have to say it each time he plays well.
1: Yeah. And, well, and especially because he's not really treated as a starter yet. It's the kind of thing where I've been saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, yep. And I think I'll still need to see Grubauer starting on Super Bowl Sunday uh, mm-hmm. in order to get the inkling that maybe
0: he is the, viewed as the starter. Yep for sure. Uh, Wenberg finished the puck. I know it's it can be frustrating watching Wenberg sometimes. Uh, let's see.
1: I didn't want to make a pass. I was trying not to make a pass joke on that one where he sent it right back through the crease the other way. I do think yeah. he was trying to shoot that puck.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see, James. I don't want us to give up a top prospect for a top two line forward, but at this point we kind of need it. So, I mean, let's talk about that. I think, I think it's possible that the Kraken could make a deal for, say, a Ryan O'Reilly without having to give up a prospect and just using the draft capital that they already have.
1: I think so too. I mean, you're going to have to go kind of bargain hunting. And I think there are going to be deals out there to be had. You just can't maybe zero in on a specific forward. You have to look at how the market shakes out. Ryan O'Reilly is someone that I I kind of zeroed in on today and mm-hmm. uh, talked to you a lot about this earlier as we were recording red glare uh, as an option that I would like. And you probably aren't going to have to give up more than a second given the, the down season that he's had. Um, there are ways to acquire that forward more cheaply.
0: Yeah, agreed. And so um, I think we could find a way to keep everybody that we already have and then just use because uh, we've got how many seconds? Three. Um, yeah, three so, second round picks. You yeah. know, what I mean, like that's a lot of ammunition you could be using uh, in a situation like that. And then, yeah, the one thing you have to worry about with Ryan O'Reilly is is the fact that he's, you know, having such a rough year uh, that hopefully he could turn it around once once making the move over to Seattle. CR Bud with the super chat, how's it going? Is there any chance Burakovsky has been dealing with some injury for a while? It hasn't really looked right for months. It's always possible in the NHL that that somebody's had a lingering issue and then you don't find out about it till the end of the year. Absolutely possible. It's just one of those things that everybody, for the most part, they will keep that under wraps completely until the end of the year when they know it's not going to, you know, be a disadvantage for them to let everybody know.
1: Exactly. And if you recall, maybe gosh, like a month ago, he was definitely dealing with something during a morning skate, whether it was injury or something else. We don't know. He ended up scoring the game winner that uh, that night in overtime. But then he I think he ended up missing the next game. So he was dealing with something. There's some other injury that did exist there. We don't know whether he's better from that or not. But um, yeah, it's certainly possible. And that could explain the lack of scoring.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tammy, why can't we score for Gru? RJ, it's the, it's the Kraken's greatest question. <laughs> I know.
1: One goal of goal support. I, I just, I, yep. I don't, I don't know why they can't. Um, yeah. I hey, that's get, better
0: than... Get uh, Gru gonna... Bauer
1: some goal support challenge, impossible.
0: I was going to say, technically, got more than Martin Jones did. Yeah, since, you know what? That's the all-star go. break. He's actually more goal support. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just 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 putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Striatic. That was a really fun game for a long time. Why did it not end fun? I will say this. moreno's empty net goal. That was one of the flashier empty net goals I've seen in a while. That was a lot of ping pong and you got on that puck going in. Oh, yeah, definitely. So uh. not quite the fun we want, but it was this is, i guess fun um let's see lindsay it's time to sell the franchise two ls in a row the wheels are coming off jk but that l still sucked i really wanted that crypted cup did you see that on uh yes Twitter? that was
1: so cool that was yeah. so cool hey the the kraken the kraken will get their hands on it at some point it won't be till maybe next season but they they'll win it at some point
0: yeah definitely Gregory with the groove hour played his butt off. We just got goalie tonight. It's it's really rough. Coop in here with with uh, both McCann. You know, stop shooting into the into the chest. Everly Schwartz, Maddie, do something. Bjorky finished the 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 puck. I mean, it's it's just been everybody. But like that kind of puts. You know, kind of puts it in a perspective of what the Kraken are kind of dealing with right now, where it's yeah, it's all of those guys cumulatively not doing anything that is part of the reason why they're struggling right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, how much do you, Dylan, do you think this is just kind of regression from it? I didn't want to say it. I All right. Well, to I, say fine. It. I'll bring it up because no, it needs it. to be brought up. It like, does. look, we were talking about this. How everybody was scoring, like up and down the lineup, yep. in a way that, looking at the numbers, it just it felt unsustainable, at least to that
0: level. Like, do you
1: think this is just simple regression? There,
0: I brought this up when we did our midseason grades. That the Kraken shooting percentage for most of these guys was exceptionally high. And that it worried me and that it was something I thought could come around to kind of get them as the season went on. And it does unfortunately look like that's happening. Um Maddie Beneers is still, well, this doesn't count tonight's game, but Maddie Beneers, 18.3% shooting percentage. That's high for anybody. Like that's still high. Uh Jared McCann still going into this game 23.2. Like, there's still room for regression there. Uh, Daniel Sprong at 17%. There's room for regression there. Like, these numbers are still scary high, uh, even after these last couple of games. Tolvanen at 20%. Like, I, it, it's one of those things where it was like, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to bring it up after last game. I didn't want to bring it up tonight. But the bottom line is that, yes, through most of this season, a lot of the Kraken were shooting at unsustainable rates, or they were scoring at unsustainable rates. They can shoot however much they want. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's going to yeah. go in all the time. Uh, and and it's just an unfortunate reality that the Kraken are kind of having to deal with now. And it's partly because, look, they don't have one person who's just totally going for it and trying to win with shot volume. I mean, Oliver Bjorkstrand, again, coming into this game, by far and away the leader with shots on goal at only 129. Yeah, like that's not a lot compared to, you know, look at volume shooters from around the league at this point in the season after 50 games. You know what I mean? They only have three players over 100 shots on goal. So it's it's still one of those things where they it. I don't know if they just all need to be shooting more or what the situation needs to be. But I, I do think that this kind of lower scoring is something that we could see for a little while if everybody is starting to regress at the same time.
1: Yeah, and you know, it gets in people's heads too. The, the the longer you go without scoring, the the harder it can be. We've seen that with Bjork Strand earlier this season with Donskoy. Heck Eberly. you know, on, on these yeah. streaks. We know he's a streaky player. Uh, it can happen that way for even a team
0: collectively. Yeah, definitely. DJ and Tay, see, see, we made a trade and the chem uh and the chemistry and magic is gone. Leave a good thing alone. Is this all just Jacob Megna's fault, RJ?
1: You know, I I guess I guess clearly you can't argue with that. That's the thing that's changed, even though he was out of the lineup tonight. uh, Jacob Magna somehow messing up the chemistry from the The, press box.
0: The D the D pairs are still shifted, though. Yeah.
1: Although that again, that that's not the trade's fault at this point. Now that Schultz is back.
0: Yeah, we'll see. um, We'll see what what they're like tomorrow. But I could certainly see maybe after tomorrow, them going back to the way that they've been all season long. I wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Let's see. Uh, you don't have to like the results to like the stream from Tammy. <laughs> Love it, Tammy. Thank you, Leanne. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Okay, no, I'm mad. At least my Atlanta Hawks are poised to win. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there's always that. Um, there uh, I think Alexiak has been terrible since the break. These past two games, definitely agree with you, Koop, on Last game, but like as RJ said, I mean, he's he was pretty. He was okay tonight. That pairing was okay tonight. They really weren't that bad.
1: Yeah, no, they they were actually all right tonight. Yeah, that Alexiak-Borgan pair. I thought Alexiak was miles better tonight than he was in the last game. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, if he can just keep that trajectory going, should be all right. Um, But I do think I would like to see him back with Schultz uh, if Schultz is feeling up to playing those second pair minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ben, they elevate the puck on just a few of those shots, and it's a completely different game. 100% agree like like that is that is a big deal. And it feels like this isn't the first time. And I don't just mean the other game where we played the Devils (laughs) and Mackenzie Blackwood was good. Uh, That does feel like it's kind of just a a common thread for the Kraken, which is interesting, RJ, considering you think of like how many goalies the book on them is, you know, go like high glove or go, you know, over there. Um, A lot of them are to shoot high. And it, it is interesting, given, given how high so many of their shooting percentages is, you would have thought that they are shooting maybe high.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's in situations like, like the, on the McCann shot or, or, you know, Schwartz, basically where the puck is moving and you've got it on your stick for a short amount of time. And that's why the goalie's down. You know, it's mm-hmm. why the goalie's in that vulnerable position and up high is there. You don't have a whole lot of time to think, you know, about right. lifting it. You're just trying to get something on it and shoot it. And go. Yeah, it,
0: it's easy to get into that headspace. Definitely. Um, Flames lose, Oilers lose in a shootout. Vegas will win, though. Meh from Striatic. I know it wasn't a great night for the Kraken uh, around. Um, Jen letting us know that was Grubauer's first loss versus the Devils. So, you know, you'd, you'd mentioned it last time. You go with, uh, you know, based on their history against each of these two teams as far as figuring out who gets which game. Uh, that's definitely going with the history in favor of starting Grubauer if he's never lost to New Jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I remember this the last time the Kraken played the Devils, the one that was at home, where um, I believe it was Martin Jones that got the start. And it was diff- weird because like, well, Group has never lost to them. But Jones had actually had the better career save percentage against the Devils. They both had very good numbers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they didn't go with the guy who had never lost uh, then, but they do now. And well, it results in a loss.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, go check yourself. Results aside, wanted to pop in and say thank you guys for starting to upload the post game lives on Spotify. Being on the East Coast, it's a huge help being able to stay tuned in easier. You are very welcome. And then yeah, I got to think also for these uh, these East Coast games. Then for the West Coast audience, uh, it's yeah. hard sometimes to you know hop in. It's only what seven oh eight right now. We've already been in here for half an hour. Uh, people still you know just dealing with getting home from work and and dinner and all that kind of stuff so yeah glad glad everybody's liking it we have had fantastic numbers on those so thank you yeah those have been great thanks everyone for the
1: feedback definitely you 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 made it clear you wanted those and and you weren't kidding
0: yes uh devil's joint did you guys know rule 84.1 says that if you pull your goalie in overtime and you lose you forfeit your one point i did know that i didn't that's wild oh really now now i got to assume like a, a delayed penalty situation doesn't count.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I mean, it's so rare that a goalie, I mean, you'd still do it. It wouldn't affect anyone's behavior. Cause if you do it for a delayed penalty, then it's so rare that the puck would go in your own net. It's, it's yeah. when you, if you get scored on while well, you have the goalie. Pulled. Oh, not if, oh, okay. Not if you just not pull like your goalie a, to Like point. ever.
0: I'm like, because I'm thinking like you do that for a power play, you manage not to score on that power play and then they come down and score on you. You lose or you lose in the shootout. You don't get your point anymore. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's if okay. you, if you have that goal scored oh, on you, yeah. well, you got
1: the goalie pulled.
0: Yeah. That's never happening then. Yeah. Um. But that's your, that's your answer, RJ. That's your answer to, to your whole getting rid of the loser point. Just make it so that like every team has to pull their goalies. They play four on four, no goalies. There, you'll never there's never so much you'll never sem- see the. <laughs> i know i know i was just trying to break you that's fine uh kepler what's it's the Halfway record for, there man yeah <laughs> what's the record for most <laughs> combined turnovers in a game those first two periods were pretty hilarious there was a lot of turnovers in this one kind of interesting to see that at the final result for the kraken is only six giveaways i kind of like yeah. don't believe that <laughs> Feels, it seem right. It to me? felt like more than that. I know the devils were just turning it over in
1: their own zone over and over and over again. Somehow the Kraken couldn't convert on all of those, but uh, so many turnovers.
0: Yeah. only 14 for the whole game for the devils too, which seems low. <laughs> like we've yeah. seen numbers significantly higher than that in other games. So I don't know what was going on there. Maybe whoever the league officials in New Jersey are, they just don't, they, they have a very high bar for what a giveaway is. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, there's the face-off experience one. James, may be a bad question, but I get Beniers is young and has less strength, but why does he end up on his butt 80% of the time on face-offs? Is that technique or is it weakness? Why is he getting beat so easily? Do you have an answer, RJ? I mean, it's a good
1: question, and I still kind of wonder that myself. I'm sorry I don't have a solid answer for you on that. Yes. I, I know what you're talking about, though. Like, I, I, I do recognize that. And you know what? I go to every practice. When they work on faceoffs after practice, that happens a lot too. Even, even like against Shane Wright and those practice faceoffs, Matty Beniers just kind of ends up on his butt after a lot of them. I don't know why that is. I, I, I would have to think that's not good technique unless you're intentionally kind of just trying to, you know, muck it up and, and yeah. you know, not have a clean win for the other guy if you're trying to take it like a D zone draw. Um, that's a good question. It is. I, I
0: should look into that. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe you can ask him about it when he comes back. <laughs> I know it's an awkward one to ask about, but like you know, he's got a good sense of humor. I think he yeah. I think he would uh see the you know the yeah. humor in that. It it is one of those things where I tend to lead towards it, must be spe- a specific technique by Maddie that's leading to that situation arising so frequently for him. Because I mean, we've seen guys significantly smaller than him be fine and not end up in that situation on the face-offs like they might not win a bunch but they're they're certainly not ending up just taken out of the play essentially the way he sometimes ends up that way uh i I will just reiterate though for like newer newer people listening to us i mean this is something i think the last time i significantly brought it up was post-expansion draft so for just about everybody who's now listening to us uh three years tends to be the normal like thing for top prospects as far as when they kind of get the the handle on faceoffs or when they feel comfortable enough with the rest of the game that they can spend an offseason really focusing on faceoffs you look at uh Bergeron Taves Crosby Stamkos like just look at their career faceoff numbers season by season year 3 for most of those guys is is usually when you see that kind of significant jump up where they're below 50% year 1 then maybe years 2 they're around 50% then year 3 and on they're up but you know 53% or, or higher depending on who it is. Um, but that, that tends to be the normal kind of progression for NHL players is that first year you're just focused on everything because it's new and face offs aren't a big priority. Year two, you're still building confidence, getting all that stuff. And then year three, it's kind of like when you're like, okay, I'm kind of tired of getting beat up here. Like if I want to be an elite guy, I got to take care of these. So uh, and it's not unusual for uh, someone in Maddie's position to have a low face-off win percentage. Maybe it's a little unusual to be this low, but um, <laughs> you know, part of that's the team too. I got to think that the team's had issues with it. Uh, but just know that like it's, it's it is something that they normally progress at. Yeah uh let's see some yeah some more talk about the the centers there um let's see uh where are we yeah i got a <laughs> uh devil yeah devil's joint devils are usually better five on five so seattle flipped the switch uh kraken first period was great for them i did i thought that too but i did have the thought rj that we've had kind of previously in some of these games it when the Kraken play really well like that and they don't get rewarded with a goal or they start to get goalied or whatever it is, it's one of those things where you again you just see it so much in the hockey. When that team doesn't get rewarded for that work ethic or whatever, it just you leave that momentum kind of dying on the vine. And it's very easy for the other team to then grab it and and start coming at you. And um, it felt like, you know, even though you get that Adam Larson goal. You then immediately take the penalty and it just felt like that momentum. It was just never really solidly in the Kraken's grasp.
1: Yeah, it's it's a hockey phenomenon. It's not necessarily just a Kraken thing, but you had to get that feeling after the first period. I think that's why I tweeted like the Kraken shut up, but you can't let that get to you. You can't let that affect you mentally, uh, just knowing that you probably should have a lead, but you don't. Uh, you can't let it get to you. And, and I think at a certain point, it just it does start to wear away at that momentum, you know, for any team, really. Uh, but the Kraken were definitely, I think, a victim of that tonight.
0: Yeah, agreed, Walt. I really hate to say this as a our fan, but Groovy net, L is handed to us. But yes, he was excellent this game. Excellent two goals on uh twenty five shots. It is just like again, talk about a hockey thing. Sometimes you'll just you can just do this where a goalie you can just play well on a team and just end up you know with bad record anyway like it just happens it's hockey is so weird in the sense that you know we were talking about the the shooting earlier and the possible regression and all of that stuff hockey is the only sport where you can have an 82 game sample size but have somebody have a hot streak or a bad streak or just be unlucky and have it last nearly the entire season
1: yeah it's a uniquely hockey thing that we've just kind of come to, to learn about i know i i just It's so odd. And especially the trend through a lot of this season, too, when you break down some of those goaltending numbers, Grubauer and Jones actually had pretty similar numbers at even strength. It was the PK where Grubauer's numbers really lagged. And yeah, tonight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same story. Same story, definitely. It's um, it's just it's it's just a another weird hockey phenomenon. Is is that kind of like eighty two is just not enough of a sample size for some reason some years. And if you don't believe me, go look at the shooting percentage of any player who's ever played in a contract year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: they somehow find a way, uh, to be like five percentage points higher. Um, Blaze King Gaming. I don't quite understand how we always. Only manage one to two shots at best on a power play. This is again, this is the, this is the kind of thing that, that gets to me just shoot the puck. Like, like I get it. You're struggling on the power play. You're having issues setting it up. I don't like the, just the constant one-timer attempts, but you know, to the Kraken's credit, it seems like they've moved away from that. But there at some point, why aren't you just launching a puck, especially five on three, just you have, you have two extra people there to battle for rebounds like it doesn't make any sense just go for it yeah
1: exactly and and i I go back to that eberle one the the you know the missed chance or missed opportunity to shoot uh from the slot there and what would have been a good chance and you know what even if blackwood finds a way to get something on that puck it's a rebound right out front and you've got three or four guys going for it. the devils have one or two uh in that spot And, and chances are you come away with that puck so um part of it's just that that mental switch that they need to flip dave haxtell's talked about this too whether it's the shooting or whether it's like the defensive awareness and you know not going behind the net when your d partner is also behind the net uh it's just this awareness this mental switch you have to flip um and i I think it's tough after a long break like this sometimes it needs some reinforcement
0: yep definitely um (laughs) uh Wow, it sounds like uh, Devil's Joint actually helping us out here a little bit. I was worried that there was going to be like a raid of Devil's fans in here. But according (laughs) to Cross Diamonds, uh, sent me to leave a like and sub says you guys are good. Go cracking. So thank you, Devil's Joint. Yeah, awesome. If that was the the intent here, thank you very much. I I really (laughs) appreciate that. Uh, It seems like it. Now we just got to deal with Sin City in here. I'll just ignore Sin City tonight. There's no reason to talk to Sin City. uh uh oh no i think just jumped on me uh kraken uh uh blah, 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 right here grew better safe percentage looked real good definitely harley 14 my focus on was on groovy 100 poor fella yes and all team efforts however the rest of them sort of blah until the third period the back and forth was awesome for both teams it was like the it was just, it was a much better hockey game than the last game. Like people have said it already, but like it does, it's worth re-mentioning that this was a much better game.
1: Yeah, definitely more open, lots of, lots more chances on both sides. Uh, the, the Kraken probably had the best in the first half of the game. Devils probably had the better in the second half of the game, but you know, no matter when it was, there were lots of good chances happening. Um, and, and yeah, Grubauer feel bad for him um and can, can we talk about the play where miles wood was kind of fell on him in his crease yes. and grubauer i think kind of accidentally like wrangles him with the stick by the neck a little bit but then just like kind of looks at him like you're right, buddy
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay and i'm sure that's what he was asking him too. miles yeah. wood like what a rough night you get taken out by the linesman you accidentally get that done to you in the crease like that's you're not expecting that going into the hockey game as far as things that could go wrong for you physically. You know what I mean? No, you're definitely not expecting that. (laughs) Oh, the Uh, linesman's going to take me out and then the goalie's going to get me. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) You expect it more from the goalie, but not from Grubauer. Uh, you know, he definitely, yeah. uh, he, he yeah. was gentlemanly about it. We'll just he, say that. Much.
0: Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, Harley, do you think Maddie B is okay? Obviously rigorous testing before returning. However, did he seem off or just my perception? Uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but we can talk about it more. I think Maddie's fine. I, I, I th- like, you know, obviously it's a serious injury, all that kind of stuff, but he seems okay to me these last two games.
1: Yeah, I mean it's I I can't give you you know the best idea cuz I they're not at home so I haven't been just kind of seeing yeah. him around the locker room and seeing him in person. I'd probably give you a better indication that way. But as far as what we're seeing on the ice, I mean he looks like you know, normal, hyper-perceptive Maddie Beniers that, that we know and recognize, especially some of the plays tonight. I think coming back and covering in his own slot, taking away a chance away uh, from the Devils, and like finding Jordan Eberly wide open in front of the net from, from that pass, and then McCann, the pass in front. You, you've got to be, you know, at the height of your game mentally and, and having those, uh, you know, that quick thinking that we we know from Matty Beniers. If you're feeling foggy, you don't make passes like that.
0: No, it's it's the it's the plays like that. It's the playing at full speed and making decisions at full speed, all of that stuff is the stuff that tells me like he's he's going to be back back for the rest of this season. Uh he was just again, he was one of those guys that was kind of struggling to find points before the injury and then now coming out of the injury again just like really everybody, he's struggling to find points again. Um I got to think though, he is he is good enough and he he like the passes you talked about, the plays he can make at the speed he can make them at he's gonna figure it out uh they're gonna come there's just no way that they don't uh just gonna need a little bit of time but yeah it's rough looking at you know at least his last six games played and just no points It's like oh that's brutal that is brutal
1: back it up to the wood thing i like devil's joint here miles wood looked like a little baby
0: (laughs) in group (laughs) hours oh i love it um Let's see. Uh, oh, just because this isn't the next one up, but I I just saw it. Gregory's posting that uh, looks like Thompson got hurt for Vegas. Oh, that's that's rough. that's rough for them. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, hopefully he's all right. Um, yeah. You know, it's not too long term of a thing, but it's something to monitor. Definitely they, had some injury issues recently.
0: Definitely uh let's see uh jed in here posted the alexiak pinup redo uh yeah there's there's i i think there's going to be news on those on those pinups that everybody's been liking Mm -hmm. that jen's been putting together uh using the awesome pictures she's been taking for us at the games. so stay tuned for news there everybody um let's see uh um Oh, come on. My thing is I think like it's all yeah, wonky yeah, it on get me lost right lost in the chat, yeah. Yeah, uh, Vegas fans walking in to kick us while we're down. <laughs> 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 nah we just ignore them that's hey well while we
1: maybe have them devil's joint just said all right i really got to go now i sent you guys four <laughs> or five new subs it's the best i could do see you next time boys uh, and, and good job jen from from devil's joint thanks for joining us Devil's yes. Joint. always good to get that you know that uh other team fan perspective in here appreciate uh you know sending the new subs in here too that's awesome
0: right thanks for thanks for staying classy with it all like we got no yep. problems with you know opposing teams and stuff covered in here after good games like this and, and talking about it that's what sports is all about uh, and you, you did that you're were, you were awesome tonight and thanks for thanks for sending the subs our way too that was that was really really kind um all right so let's see bryce devils had 27 blocked shots not too worried about the lack of scoring yet um
1: they were that, blocking shots all over were, the place that yeah. matches the eye test absolutely especially on the power pl- uh, when the kraken were on the power play too they shot a lot of pucks right into devils players
0: yeah, and then yet it was the Kraken who like seemed to get the worst of all the block shots tonight. I know, it was Vince Sutter, Jordan Everly. Yep, <laughs> Ugh. it's one of those. It's a, it's a gamble blocking those shots. Uh, Lindsay, two games in February, two regulation losses. My theory about the Kraken alternating hot and cold months is gaining traction. It is Lindsay, and like we said last time, February short month at least. <laughs> yep yeah a lot more games in march it's all we can it's all we can you know if the, if that's true and it's looking more and more like it is uh then we gotta we gotta hope that you know we just survive february <laughs> let's see um uh, they get down on themselves because they didn't get rewarded. Good coaching is the only thing to stop that devil's joint, presumably talking about maybe the Kraken and their you know, why they're all kind of getting these funks and the momentum that we were talking about, not about not getting rewarded. That is a coaching thing. And we, uh, you know, we have talked about that. Like there is only so much that a, a, a head coach for a hockey team can do during a game. And most of that is motivating. Uh, it's it's all motivation based and keeping guys up and getting them ready. And Hackstall's done a really good job this year of, you know, generally we're not seeing the slow starts to games or the slow starts to periods that we've seen uh, in years past. So maybe this is just kind of that latest challenge for him uh, is just, you know, trial and erroring basically to figure out how to, how to get the guys going during rough stretches like this.
1: Yeah. It's something that they're, Really not used to last season or this season having yeah. very good starts and not getting rewarded for it. Uh last year it was just generally bad starts. Most of the time it was bad starts. And this season they've had a lot of good starts, but they've been rewarded for it quite a bit. So mm-hmm. it's it's a new type of challenge. But you know, w- what we've seen already from Hackstall this season, the coaching staff, I'm confident that you know, give them enough time and they can uh they can fix it.
0: Yeah. Uh let's see. Um uh we're going after that yeah i i think it's one of those things that that like like you talked about they haven't had to deal with it but um it's just like kind of one of those latest challenges and better to figure that out now than having to like do it during the playoffs you know what i mean yes definitely uh scott asking anybody see the debut of the new show what's Kraken on fox 13 last night uh, so, uh, i i'm not in the area so i can't say that i did <laughs> That's why yeah I, I, I didn't see
1: it i i know um you know one of our one of our viewers a few days ago sent me i don't know whether it was a little like preview thing it was like a three minute yeah. long thing from from fox 13 i don't know if you saw that yeah um and but and thanks to daniel for sending that over so i did see that but i did not see the yeah like the full show or everything
0: yeah i mean look i i hope it's good i know it's like it's sort of competition for us, but not really. Like, yeah. but uh, but I I hope that it helps more people find the sport, find the team, and and learn to love it. I mean, that's just what we want all the way around. Like that's that's what it's all
1: about. That that yeah. helps everyone, and you know, if it can just reach more viewers and get them excited about the Kraken, like that's that's what yeah. we want.
0: That's all we want for sure. Uh, Striatic, when was the last time the Kraken lost three in a row? So as we know, the Kraken have not had a losing streak longer than three games this season this season. Yeah. It, it was
1: December 30th. It was okay. at the end of the year. It was to, it was to close out the year 2022. There was that Oilers game with a bang. Yes, exactly. That was, that was definitely with a bang. That Oilers I know. Game. <laughs> yeah. So that seven, two lost the Oilers. That was the last time they lost three in a row. The last time they lost four in a row was toward the end of last season. Uh, April 27th against LA was the last of those four.
0: All right, so last season, but you know, last season was rough all the way around. We'll we'll find out tomorrow night against the Rangers. I mean, I don't know what to expect. They've already said that Tarasenko will be playing for them tomorrow. Um, you never know how that's going to shake out. It could be a thing where, as you know, kind of we've seen, he comes in, throws the chemistry off a little bit. Maybe it's going to take them a couple games to get going with Tarasenko in the lineup. Could also be that he comes in right away, wants to make an impression, can you know do something fantastic. It's it's a real mixed bag, whatever somebody's you know traded and then plays the next day with their new yep. team. Uh, we can only hope for the former.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it'll be very interesting to watch. That's for sure. A big storyline going into that one.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, the Kraken, you know, obviously Shusterkin has always been somebody who has given the Kraken problems in their history given a lot of people problems uh in his history but i feel like the kraken have always done a fairly good job against this kind of rangers system what galant's had going there um kraken find a way to stay in those games even last year when the kraken found it hard to to stay in games with a couple you know what i mean
1: yeah no definitely
0: yeah uh let's see uh scott said fyi i think they're only broadcasting what's Kraken on wednesday nights uh yeah, that would make sense for them, uh, scheduling-wise. Um, Devil's Joint, who's back after saying you were leaving twice, uh, saying they have no <laughs> chemistry, their lines are all over the place, uh, better crush them. We would definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> heard <laughs> heard, heard try. the word Rangers, had to come yeah, back on. <laughs> ears burning. Um, let's see. Uh, Tabby, shout-out to Larson for his intermission interview, Little Classic. I missed it. I was cooking dinner, it? and I missed oh. that they had my boy on. I can only assume, though, that it was pretty fantastic.
1: I was cooking dinner too, and I glanced at my phone and saw Piper's tweet, and I'm like, okay, I need to tune in for this. She she gave me the the good heads up. She's like, you need to hear his quote about what they need to do uh, on the PK. Um, like, what's the key to to the PK? Did you did you end up hearing what it was? No. She's like, all right, so you know you're starting the next period on a penalty kill. Like, what's the key to go ahead and killing that penalty? Yeah. He said, like, just kill it that's there it
0: There we go there we go just gave the
1: slightest hint of a smile keep Almost it simple got it Yep. You, you just, and did you, you, just, did you did i'm simple. sure you saw the picture i tweeted the the deep v maybe the deepest v yet oh really did you not see the picture i tweeted I, no
0: i don't i don't go on Twitter. i know i know game. i
1: know you don't go on twitter I, I, look at it right now I'm, i will I'm hold going, down I'm chat going, this is I'm your going, homework going, I'm
0: going i know yeah, was, I'm okay going. back
1: credit me you kill it yep <laughs> like what do you do you kill it yeah lars was hilarious um wow that's
0: exceptionally deep i mean that's going below like below the the k and kraken like the second one
1: (laughs) yeah i know right
0: that is a very deep deep.
1: i feel like he maybe cut it just like another inch down or so after scoring that goal at at intermission just be like yeah i've got a goal on the board here
0: (laughs) i I, I was gonna say like is it is it that he he cut it more or do you think that like he did something like he was resting his hands here and then it just like Hulk ripped yeah. it down?
1: <laughs> that might be the case too. Oh man.
0: Uh because like uh well let me let me pull out this one.
1: Yeah, and Rebecca saying Piper even teased the deep V in her tweet. She knows what the
0: people want. She does. Like oh, you know,
1: I as someone we I talk to her regularly. She does know what the people want.
0: Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, looking at the one I have here that that's a good inch and a half to two inches clearance before the above the a and cracking yeah on that one all
1: right, so we have we have proof we have evidence that <laughs> something's to gotten too. Yes. We'll have to get his for next season and just go co- compare <laughs> Yes. Um, every
0: year. I wouldn't I wouldn't complain about that. Yeah. Uh,
1: eventually Lars's shirts
0: will just be vests. I say go for it. <laughs> 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 Why not? <laughs> oh man yeah, everybody's in here uh, uh, about that bummer i missed it i'll I'll go back and watch the replay of the game um absurdly saying i'm convinced that lars is one of those guys who in conversation has a bone dry sense of humor that flies right under a lot of people's radar it does sound like that like talking with you talking with other reporters who are around the team more often it very much sounds like that's the case i've
1: heard him chatting with teammates in the locker room 100 true 100% Hundred percent true,
0: and I, I gotta like
1: sometimes try and just hold back my laughter because like I'm not in the conversation, you know. I'm just overhearing this. Yeah, but yeah, really good stuff.
0: Definitely. Um, S J. Rangers have been on a heater, have they been? I fine, but their chemistry's off now because they added in two new people. So. Yeah, see, it'll <laughs>
1: outdo the the Magna trade because there's two
0: of them. Yeah, exactly. That's way worse than what we're dealing with chemistry wise. Uh, Stratic, he's playing the long game. The long V game. That's for sure. The long deep V game. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we'll do a last call here for any sort of other questions or comments about, uh, you know, vests, deep Vs, any of that kind of yeah. stuff. Devil's I like joint. Okay. I swear I'm out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like Rebecca guy. Devil's joint. Can't quit us.
0: Nope. Definitely can't. Uh, next season. We should collaborate on the post game or do a live stream with us. Three for the whole game. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I guess this is it for, for us playing, yeah. you guys. It is. Yeah, that's it for the season. In real. <laughs> Until the cup finals, maybe. Yes. They <laughs> so are not on a heater. <laughs> oh, definitely good stuff. Oh, I love, I love it. I love it. Um yeah, so as far as as far as what the <laughs> as, as far as what the, the crack need to do for tomorrow, RJ, if you could if you could fix one thing. What are you fixing? And you can't say special teams. You have you'd have to oh. either say All right. PK or power play. Oh, okay. Okay. I can I can still pick
1: one of those two. I thought you were saying I like, could even strength like they were good at even strength. Yeah. Um, no, no, okay no. I okay. just didn't
0: you can't just be like special teams. Like that's yeah. too broad. Power play.
1: Cuz cuz the Rangers don't have a true
0: I mean, I I, damn it. The Rangers
1: don't. Sorry, the Rangers (laughs) Rangers don't have a a Truva. (laughs) They they very much do have a Truva. I was thinking of their blue line. Uh, The Rangers don't have a Dougie Hamilton, Uh, so I think you're okay PK wise. Although although um, Keon's going to out on those one timers, and and like they're actually their power play is really good. Okay, yeah, it's really good.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like the, the uh, obvious it's a kind of like a, a, a trick question because it's like you wanna say the power play, but like this might be a game where you need the PK.
1: I know. I uh, you know, I'm still gonna say power play because it's gonna be hard to score on Chesterkin at even strength.
0: Yeah. All right, I, I, I agree with that. I, I still think that that's a bigger thing is that they do, they need to get that confidence going because the bottom line is if they're scoring on the power play, it means one of those guys in the top six that hasn't been doing much is probably doing the scoring in that scenario. And if that's going to wake them up and get them going at five on five as well, then I think the power play needs to be it. So Kraken need to figure out the power play. Whatever Paul McFarlane was drawing up during that timeout on the 5v3, don't ever draw that up again. Like, these are the lessons (laughs) from this game. Uh, Like, I don't know what you could possibly have drawn up and then gone out there and done what they did. Like, that is brutal. Um, But yes. uh, Throw away that whiteboard. Yeah, Rebecca pointing out Rangers are their power play, basically. I am looking at it like, yeah, Zabinajad, 25 goals this season, 14 on the power play. Trocek, 14 goals this season, 8 of them on the power play like so right. the Kraken. So we're the saying kraken... Is tonight better not be the start of a uh, a pk slump oh, gosh don't even say that uh but yeah it's one of those things like the kraken maybe they've maybe they've got some guys shooting at unsustainable clips shooting percentage wise this is these are unsustainable power play numbers or they're they're very much just being propped up by the power play numbers as pointing out they also have an adam fox <laughs> it's true yeah
1: that is true <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right everybody thanks so much for joining us thanks one more time to queen Anne beer hall for sponsoring these give in mind everybody tomorrow if you're if you're in the area or something it's an early game you get off work don't want to commute home deal with rush hour you always go check out the game at queen Anne beer hall just saying just yep, saying get you, you some dinner. know it will be on the tvs yep get some dinner don't watch have to worry the game about there that. with some cracking fans should be a lot of fun then you listen to the post game on the way home it's perfect Perfect. I just gave you guys all the perfect Friday night out. Enjoy it. I was gonna say on me, but you could pay your own way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. We'll we'll see you all tomorrow night after this Rangers game, and hopefully, Kraken victory.